Welcome to the Barbershop Breakdown. It's your man, Roscoe. Squeeze off with... Rich Blackman. Got an interesting topic today. We're going to talk about police or security having having the right to have guns in school. What you got there, Rich? All right. So in the lovely city of Baltimore, they have this thing now where uh, they have in Baltimore City, actually, they have their own police uh kind of like the police department for Baltimore City Schools. Now, the trick to this is that I never really liked at all was the police are school police, but they're not allowed to have their weapons inside of the school. I don't agree with that. And and, and my thing is this. I understand people say, you know, hey, it's kids inside the school and, you know, someone can get hurt and you know, uh, uh, how would it work as far as if there's a fight in school? How would the officer approach the situation? You know, I, I feel like it's all BS, and I'm going to tell you. The thing of it is, is all around the country, they're talking about arming teachers. Maybe they should arm teachers. Um, I live in a uh, a different kind of area, suburban era, uh, area, in a sense. And in those schools... They have what they call resource officers. Now, a resource officer is basically a, a local police officer that's on the police force that is assigned to that school. They are allowed to carry their guns inside the school. So my thing is, why wouldn't Baltimore City be allowed, the officers be allowed to carry their guns in their school, in the school system? Mm-hmm. That doesn't See- make sense to me. I, I understand where you're coming from. Now, here's the, the the flip side to that. I don't think any school system should have people carry guns in the school. Now, maybe different forms, mace, tasers, what have you. But the use of deadly force is so scary to think about in a school. Now, Grant, I, I fully understand that. If a deranged person or a kid gone awry, they come into the school, they shoot up the place. I think you should have the proper measures, which Baltimore City does take the proper measures. They have metal detectors, things of that nature. But I think the scariest thought is that a kid gets into an altercation. Maybe like lately the kid's been beating up teachers and stuff. But, you know, in a, an officer has to use deadly force on a child. I think that's the scariest news. And that's why they're fighting against having, you know, them bring, be, you know, be armed with deadly force inside of the school. So, you, but see, my thing is this. Let, let's just call it what it is, okay? When it comes down to the certain areas in all these other states, when they talk about arming the teachers, it's because of active shooter situations. So let's call it what it is. In Baltimore City, they're not worried about active shooter situations. They're worried about the kids that are inside causing a ruckus. That's why they believe that they should have the school police in there. But these are also schools that could be vulnerable to active school shooting situations as well. So what's going to happen if you have that student that comes to school, just like anywhere else, USA, has an issue because he's being teased, he's being tormented, 
he's failing or whatever the case may be. He walks in there, brings a school, a, a, a gun in school, and I, I get the metal detectors. But there's always around. There's always ways around everything. We know that. Gets in the school. He's shooting up 10, 15 people in the school. And you have this police officer in there who does not have access to his his his, his service weapon. Then what? Well, maybe you have to have more than one at a school. Maybe it's two. Maybe one always stays outside. Maybe one can be inside. The one outside will be the one that comes in running with it should it get escalate to that point. But it just seems like a mistake could happen if you have a gun there. That mistake can't happen if you don't have a gun there. And the goal is the ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So the goal is to find a way to make sure you're... All right, perfect example. Joe Clark, we all know the movie Lean On Me, didn't have a gun in that school. He didn't carry guns inside the school, and that school was off the hook according to the movie and what they say about that school at that time. You know what I mean? You, you get the bad kids out, you weed them out, and you, you protect the kids inside the school. You see what I'm saying? You don't... I don't... I just... Yeah, but I, they didn't I, have active shooters back then. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you you didn't have all the things that we have going on now. I, unfortunately, times have changed. And where you once could, you know, rule with the iron fist, it's not like that anymore. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they should have uh, uh, deadly weapons in schools to deal with children. No, I, I feel as though they should be able to carry their gun this service weapon and also they should be able to also carry another form of uh, 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 some kind of service weapon that's non-lethal like a beanbag gun or uh, a stun gun or a taser or something like well, that see, to neutralize have, the situation without deadly force I have no problem with with items that are not deadly force I have no problems with weapons that are not deadly force deadly force is my issue because you're a parent I'm a parent I could not get the call from a school telling me that there was a situation where an officer or a security guard had to use deadly force and my child was mistakenly hit in some type of way or hit some type of way. And, and I, 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 I get that. It. I, get, I get that. But the thing of it is, is these officers have to be trained and held accountable. You know, I couldn't myself get the call from the school saying, hey, there was an active shooter situation inside the school and your child is dead because yes, the police officer or resource officer that we had in school was not able to take control of the situation because he was not able to use deadly force against the assailant because all they have no weapons inside. So that's why I was saying, you know, I, I really feel as though they should have both options. Their service weapon, maybe a stun gun, a beanbag uh, gun, uh, something to be able to neutralize a situation without deadly force. I get it. Baltimore City, city schools, things happen. Not the best schools out there. Kids are beating up teachers. I, I get all of that. I get it. So you definitely need, I mean, think about this. What are those, what are those police officers doing now? What do they have now? Nothing to neutralize those situations. Well, they should still have a baton. They may even, st- I don't know if they have a stun gun or not. We need to look into this. We're going to do some research in this. Because I imagine from what, what I read about is all they do now is they check their service weapon into a box or a safe, depending on which school, some type of safe box or, or, or just actual safe. 
So that means that you have the rest of your weapons. And if they're Baltimore City Police, in essence, they just work with the school part, but it's still the same training, same weapons with the Baltimore Police had. I mean, you still have your baton on you. You still have your stun gun. Uh, you should have a body cam as well. well you see what yeah. I'm saying? I, I, and I believe they do. I, I believe they do carry. Because all, all the resource officers, as far as that I know, carry body cams. So right. still, you still have that. But... So my thing is, you should be able to do the job with that inside of a school. Now, the other part is maybe they need to step up detection or protection of the school of who's coming into the school. You're going to always be at some type of risk to the students. But besides the students, there shouldn't be a guy that can walk up in a school like that one in Connecticut and shoot 33 people. You know, that should never be able to happen. We should be checked thoroughly before he gets in there. He should have to go through a metal detector. If you don't have metal detectors, he should be searched or warned, have a warrant on him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a stranger coming into a school. Kids that actually attend the school, there will always be some level of not enough defense, I I should say, because you're trusting in the children to be coming there for education purposes, even if they're in in a bad area such as Baltimore, New Jersey, what have you. But you're going to always have some level of trust. Even if they go through a metal detector, if they have a way to sneak it past whatever, some way, you're going to be at some risk. And I understand that. But as far as anyone else, that's where the ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I don't know. I say give the officers what they need. Protect the children. You're okay. I'm just telling you, you can't. I don't think you could take it. I know I definitely couldn't take it. I could. I mean, granted, I don't ever want to hear anything happen to my child. But... I think I could take it better knowing that a bad guy came in and something happened and you know it went from there then to something an altercation to break down the school and was hit by the security or the police officer that worked in that school that to me and I think that's why Baltimore City doesn't want it because you don't want to have to cross that bridge so if you eliminate that situation can totally no guns in the school by anyone then you don't have that problem well I think Baltimore has a lot more problems than this so, <laughs> you know, in, in, in all actuality, I can't even go into all that because then it gets too political. But, you know, I, I really feel as though, uh, you know, Baltimore has a lot of resources that are not being used. And there's a reason for it. And it's not it's not on the up and up. So. You know, I I think they really need to focus on other things. Give those officers what they need to protect those children as well as uphold uh, uh, as well as what they need to uphold. um, You know, keep it together in there. You know, like I said, two forms of of, of, uh, two forms of, uh, you know, action. Give those men their pistols and women. Give those men and women their pistols. To protect the children and also give them a non-lethal device to neutralize situations with it being understood to any officer that's working at that point you need to be very careful and think first before you make a move and use every bit of your non-lethal attempt to neutralize the situation before you ever have to go lethal or you'll be held accountable. Those are my so, on it. well, perfect, perfect. So, I, I'm in favor of not having any lethal 
uh, weaponry inside of a school. You are in favor of them having that to be able to protect the children. Uh, we're going to throw it out to the people, man. Throw it out to our listeners. We're going to put it on our page and on our uh, pages, which is the Barbershop Breakdown Show on Facebook. Um, I throw it out on Twitter as well. We're going to put it out on our in our, pr- in our private group, which is you can you can reach our private group from the uh page which is on facebook once again and uh that's pretty much it uh this is a it's an interesting topic i don't know if it is a true correct answer i believe it is you believe something different um throw it out to the throw it out to the fans see what they got to say about it all right all right well so next time this is your man i mean this is the barbershop breakdown show this is your man roscoe squeeze off with rich blackman till next time peace As they say, the barbershop is the cornerstone of the community. We discuss everything under the sun while bringing you that barbershop-style convo in a podcast. It's hosted by myself, Roscoe Squeeze-Off, and my co-host, Rich Blackman. Please check us out on our Facebook page at The Barbershop Breakdown Show on Facebook. You can also join our private group from that very page. If you want to text us any of your comments or ideas, you can text us at 754-CALL-BBS which is also 754-225-5227. We look forward to all your comments, all your ideas. If you have any topics or ideas you'd like to even be on our show, text us, communicate with us on Facebook. We can make it happen. This is the Barbershop Breakdown. You can go to our Facebook page, the Barbershop Breakdown Show. You can also friend us on Facebook by searching for Barbershop Breakdown. You can also go to us on Twitter at Barbershop B Down. And then you can email us Barbershop Breakdown at gmail.com.